Hi, thanks for tuning in to Expressing Motherhood. My name is Lindsay Cavett, and I'm the producer and director of the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, drinking tea. Tomorrow is only a half day, and then a week off for Thanksgiving. So I am trying to get these up on the podcast so that it's just done. And I know that the cast want to listen to them and share with their friends, and I want that as well. So here we go, guys. I'm getting it done. Um, Nikki Kent. Nikki Kent is the executive vice president of sales at Mama Va. And Mama Va was one of our sponsors for the Burlington, Vermont show. So thank you so much to Mama Va, the women-owned company on a mission to transform the culture of breastfeeding. I don't know if you know what Mama Va is, but they have these really cool breastfeeding pods. I saw one once here in Los Angeles at a museum, and I was like, what is this? So cool. My God, how things have changed since I had my oldest 12 years ago. She's, uh, Nikki is passionate about bringing more Mama Va pods into the world to ensure that all mamas have access to clean private spaces wherever they go. Mama of Asher and Addison, Nikki lives with her husband Jeremy in Vermont, where she loves to grow, make, and eat good food. And I just love that Mama Va provides that because, I mean, oh my Lord, I mean, I think I breastfed perhaps in a restroom stall once. I don't know. Anyway, it was uh, really exciting to have Nikki uh, in the show and also have Mama Va being a sponsor. So thank you so much. Without further ado, here is Nikki Kent, an Expressing Motherhood's Burlington, Vermont show. I am never having a baby in the hospital, I said to my husband as we left our first pre-baby hospital tour. As new parents-to-be, we wanted to take control of our birthing experience and be as educated as possible on where the best place to deliver our baby would be. Naturally, a hospital tour was in our education plans. We met the wonderful staff at the hospital who toured us the beautiful birthing rooms and answered all of our nervous first-time parent questions. When we finished our interrogation, my very thorough husband asked the nurse what she saw as her biggest challenge in labor and delivery. Her answer was not transfer rates to the NICU. It wasn't postpartum hemorrhage. It was handguns. Yes, you heard me right, handguns. Within the past few weeks, they had to lock down the facility because patients' partners' guns were being lost. With a healthy pregnancy and running parallel care with a local OBGYN practice, our choice for home birth was clear. I would never be having this baby in the hospital. Fast forward a couple months to when my labor started. I was six centimeters dilated when my midwives arrived, and after 10 hard hours of laboring, you better believe that I was wishing I was in the hospital with some access to some pain medication. When my own mother arrived at the labor, the first thing I asked her was what the fuck she was thinking doing this four times. Who does that? I am never doing this again. All of us were so sure for no reason at all that we were having a little girl because I never thought that I would have a boy first, even though there's obviously a 50-50 shot. Um, And so the four grueling hours of pushing my stubborn-as-shit firstborn into this world (laughs) 
were saying, here she comes. And finally out came a healthy baby boy. My very first lesson of motherhood is never say never. You all remember what it's like for the first birth, right? Equal parts exhaustion and awe, no matter what the delivery method. I sat there holding my new prize, soaking in the new mom and baby bliss, and it was everything that I pictured my home birth to be. Skin to skin, in my own bed, exhausted bliss. Then until it wasn't. Because, of course, I never would be part of the 3% of women that don't have their placenta deliver. Would I? It all happened pretty quickly. During the first ambulance ride of my life, I had more swear words than any other 15 minutes that I can remember. The EMT even kindly asked me to stop talking about my fucking placenta. (laughs) The busy emergency room was like a scene out of Grey's Anatomy. Lots of doctors, little to no communication. Although I did hear the resident OBGYN say, I'm going to manually extract your placenta now. I was so sure that the pain could never be worse than those four hours of pushing a human out of my body, but I was wrong. Once again, I was wrong. I only got half of it, I heard her say after her second attempt. If you could just sign here, consent to general surgery, we might need to do an emergency hysterectomy. Wait, what? I might lose my uterus, and this is the only baby I'm having? How could this be happening? What a welcome to motherhood. Thankfully, I made it out of my first never-say-never moment with my uterus and a healthy baby. It seems that the next four years of my motherhood journey have been a series of never-say-never moments. Like on our first night home, from the unexpected hospital visit, and I said to my husband, we are never having our baby sleep in our bed with us. (laughs) When you get two hours of sleep with the baby in the bassinet, but four to five hours of sleep with the baby on your chest, you choose sleep. When you spend the next 12 weeks before you go back to work, everything you can to get that baby to sleep through the night, but he'll only sleep with his face right against your face. You choose sleep. (laughs) When your husband, just who's definitely not the one getting up every few hours, can't take it anymore, (laughs) you buy Merlin's Magic Sleep Suit, you hire a sleep consultant, you call it sleep coaching, and you get that baby to sleep through the night. (laughs) Again, just never say never in motherhood. Or when it came to food, I am never going to use formula, I said to myself, and only myself, thank God, because who the hell says that when they don't know anything about breastfeeding, their own body, or the infrastructure set up to support you, or lack thereof. At nine months, when my body couldn't keep up with the milk production because I was flying across the country and pumping in airport bathrooms, on the conference room uh, floor of my clients' offices, or in the comfort of my own car, I had to supplement my breast milk with formula. 
I cried and blamed it on the lack of pumping support for working women. Last I checked, it's 2018. Time is up, people. Since I've had my second child, <laughs> since I've had my second child, I've eased myself out of the never say never moments of motherhood. Because after I delivered, in the hospital, nonetheless, a little red-haired, blue-eyed, looks nothing like her mama, baby girl, the daughter I never expected to have, I figure that one of life's oldest lessons definitely holds up for motherhood. <laughs> 